Welcome to another episode of Impact. I am your host, Sam Iniguez, the Director of Communications for Merced Union High School District. In this episode, we discuss a very important aspect of the discipline process here at MUHSD, and that is intervention. Now, there are various types of intervention, depending on the infraction, of course. In this episode, we'll focus on the intervention system set up for student drug and alcohol violations. Our guests are Torin Johnson. He's the director of the iCubed department, which covers intervention as well as instruction and innovation. And Darren Leonardo, who's the program counselor for UDA, which stands for Understanding Drugs and Alcohol. We get into great detail about the program, what students who end up in the UDA program go through, and what the program looks like during COVID. As you know, we're still in distance learning, so there are some challenges for a program like UDA, which is based on referrals from staff. Once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Enjoy the episode. Okay, so we're back. Uh, we have a couple of guests with me this time. We're not in the studio just yet. We're still uh, adhering to the social distancing guidelines. So uh, if you do hear any, um, you know, if our signal tends to go awry, that's because we're on Zoom for this episode. Um, but uh, with me this episode, I have Director Torin Johnson. He is the director of uh, the iCube department, and that is and I'm going to, I know I'm going to forget one. We got uh, intervention in instruction and innovation. Innovation. There you go. Thank you for joining us, uh, Director Johnson. And we also have uh, Mr. Leonardo, Darren Leonardo. Now we've met uh, once previously. And so I'll let you go ahead and, and give your title. So I don't uh, mess that one up. Well, like you said, I'm Darren Leonardo and I am uh, the district's, uh, UDA program counselor, and that's the Understanding Drugs and Alcohol program. Got it. All right. Thank you for joining us as well. Um, so uh, we're, we're here to talk about uh, intervention, uh, not only just the uh, program or the programs that we have, but also what that looks like currently in, in COVID time. So first off, I want to start uh, with you, Director Johnson, just kind of a general, uh, I guess, overview of uh, our program, our intervention program and why it's important, because uh, it is a robust robust one, and I want to know why it's important that it is uh, that way. Well, with our um, drug and alcohol um, intervention program, it's, it's important that, that we have it in-house. Um, prior to Darren coming on board, we would um, send kids to outside agencies and um, you know, really not get information back on how that kid's doing, or the progress or you know the kids building a relationship outside the schoolhouse with somebody ar around their addiction and um, uh, our board and our superintendent thought it was extremely important for us to have somebody on staff that could build those relationships and and and, and basically engage the whole family um, around dependency okay great and so how long has uh have you been on uh, on board with us mr leonardo well uh, my experience with the district it goes back um several years now I, i've been kind of broken up though I, I started back um with the high school district in uh, 2007 i believe i started as an in, uh, campus liaison okay and then the district started an intervention specialist position um and that position was specific to east campus uh, where we house um, house our uh, alternative ed sites. And so I was running after school intervention programs there, uh, both targeting 
substance abuse uh, behaviors as well as anger management behaviors. And so those were after school programs uh, for the campuses, uh, for the sites there on, on East Campus. And that program uh, evolved over time and it has turned into what we have today as the uh, Understanding Drugs and Alcohol program, uh, which has um, broadened services to all sites within the district. Um, and uh, uh, those services have shifted and changed a little bit in terms of how and when we're providing them. So we, we have intervention services now available to all students in the district. Um, and it is um, a brief responsive intervention. So when a student has some sort of incident on campus, uh, a violation of district policy in regards to drugs or alcohol, um, they come to the UDA program uh, in lieu of, or instead of uh, suspension or expulsion for that behavior. Right, right. So that's what I wanted to hit on next is why, um, why is it important that we have this program, um, like you said, in lieu of suspensions and, and expulsions? Um, was that, uh, was that a, uh, like, was that the aim of this was to uh, try and prevent some of these uh, suspensions and expulsions from occurring and possibly, you know, finding another alternative method of dealing with this? Absolutely. I think historically, um, suspending students uh, for these types of infractions, um, we just saw over time that it just wasn't effective, right? So sending students home oftentimes gets interpreted by the student more of a reward uh, than any kind of consequence or opportunity uh, for learning. Um, and so we wanted to capitalize on, uh, on that uh, in terms of shifting that perspective. So instead of sending the kid home for four or five days on suspension, where oftentimes they're going home to an empty house where parents are both working, they're unsupervised. And so now they're just continuing uh, um, uh, in that risk behavior, most likely. Um, and not getting, uh, I think most importantly, not getting an opportunity to uh, be educated around that behavior or to receive the, uh, the counseling support uh, that might be uh, indicated by their behavior uh, as necessary. And so it does um, benefit uh, the student directly uh, in terms of giving them the opportunity for the intervention and, and the learning uh, and the treatment. And it also benefits the district as well uh, in terms of uh, keeping that student engaged and on campus, keeping them, uh, uh, giving them an opportunity while they're with us in the UDA program to maintain their academics as well. So uh, part of our day uh, is carved out uh, specifically for students to be engaging in their uh, regular coursework. Uh, and we have support staff uh, on site uh, for that as well. So there's multiple goals uh, that, are, are, that are being accomplished by this intervention. Uh, that weren't necessarily uh, um, being achieved uh, by simply suspending or expelling students. Yeah. All right, that's that's great. That's great to hear. And um, so, Director Johnson, is this program is this something similar to what other school districts and schools are doing, or, or is this something that's uh, fairly, um, you know, are we on the cutting edge of this? How do you how do you uh, see us where we are with our intervention um, in drugs and alcohol? Well, I haven't spoken to any school districts who are, who are doing what we're doing um, with Darren and his program, um, but we have had uh, visits from other school districts to come check out what we're doing um, for possible implementation at their own site. 
Oh, that's great. Um, so what, um, I guess we're talking pre-COVID times, um, what were some of the, I guess, infractions or behaviors that would get someone uh, that would have a, uh, either a counselor or a teacher refer them to you? Yeah, anything that's in violation of the district policy around drugs and alcohol. Uh, and so a huge percentage of the um, incidents that result in students coming to our program uh, involve uh, cannabis use. Uh, possession of or uh, use of, of cannabis is predominantly uh, the risk behavior that our students are engaging in. Of course, there's um, the, 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 the incidents involving alcohol and even some uh, um, what we might consider like more hardcore drugs as well. Uh, but those are a little bit more uh, few and far between. Uh, we see students on a regular basis, um, upwards of uh, roughly 300 referrals uh, a year um, for the last three years at least. Um, that's sort of been our, our trending number uh, for, for incidents and referred to UDA. Um, I'd say easy 90% of those involve uh, some sort of cannabis product. Uh, so, um, and, and several economic factors or societal factors around the cannabis movement, I think, uh, have, have uh, contributed to the popularity of, uh, of the substance and the use among teenagers, for sure. Got it. And are we talking about um, where they were using on campus or where they were just on campus and they were showing signs of having been under the influence? In, any and all sort of incidents, right? So uh, at times students are found to be under the influence uh, or they go through some sort of uh, uh, intoxication uh, protocol uh, with uh, somebody on campus, like a student resource officer. Um, to determine whether or not they're under the influence. Uh, and if that is the case, then that would be a reason to come to us. Uh, it may be that they, uh, through a tip line or through a word of mouth or just suspicion, uh, or maybe the, the dogs come on campus and they alert to somebody's property, uh, we, be, we become aware that maybe a student is in possession of uh, a substance that they're not supposed to be in possession of. And that would also re uh, in, uh, result in a referral. Uh, as well as uh, what we might call like voluntary referrals or parent referrals. If we have a concerned parent, um, uh, then we welcome all of those students uh, to the program as well. They don't have to be um, uh, in lieu of suspension or expulsion, um, but maybe we're just seeing uh, uh, signs and symptoms of uh, the risk behavior that needs addressing and somebody is proactive in getting that student uh, plugged into the intervention. And, and so we provide services to those students as well, for sure. Oh, that, that's great to hear. So the parent can refer them, their student, uh, if, if they are an MUHSD student to you, they don't have to rely, wait for a teacher or, or an employee to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's really uh, the message that we want to get out loud and clear to the community right now, as we talk about um, how uh, the program is affected by, uh, by the, the current situation and the pandemic and distance learning. Um, you can imagine there's, if we're used to 300 students uh, a year um, uh, violating these rules in a way in which it sends them to our program, 
suddenly we don't have students on campus, um, you know, it would be uh, naive for us to think that all of a sudden we're not having students using substances. Um, the behaviors are still happening. Uh, we just aren't becoming aware of them in the same traditional ways uh, that we have in the past because they're not on campus. Um, and so it is important, I think, that the, the community at large know that our district has these services uh, and these services are readily available uh, to our students and families. Um, and so any way in which uh, that becomes apparent that it might be a benefit to a, to a student or a family, uh, then we'd love to hear about that so that we can uh, provide those resources and, and that support. Got it. Got it. Got it. That is, uh, yeah, we'll definitely um, do a better job of getting that, the word out about these services. Um, and I, that's one of the reasons I love doing these podcasts is I learned so much about, um, you know, these programs, so much more about them. Um, so that's great. Um, Director Johnson, um, so how important is it to, um, to yes, the, the, say the student does, you know, there's an infraction and they, they end up being referred to Mr. Leonardo, but there's also the other layer, and this is what we've been talking about the last couple of years with the, uh, you know, with the social emotional and the the MTSS training that we're doing. How important is it to not just look at this at the at the surface level and see that it may be, you know, there may be something underneath there, and 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 that's something that's worth you know looking into. Yeah, so that's what um, that's part of what Darren does during the program is get to know the kid, get to you know possibly understand. Um, the reason behind um, the usage uh, of the controlled substance, and also um, um, having re-entry meetings, as it were, when they get back to the site. You know, um, an AP or a counselor checking in on the kid, um, talk about how the program went, you know, what they learned and, and how the experience was. Uh, but then also, you know, let the kid know that we're there for them, and we want them to be healthy and safe, and we want them to be okay. So you know, it always goes back to building relationships. And um, Darren builds one when they get there um, and, and the site builds it more when they get back because obviously now this kid has moved up to, you know, tier two level intervention. So um, they need more. And, um, you know, once you build a relationship with kids, they open up and they, they kind of talk about, you know, what's going on with them. So they it's important for, for Darren to do his job and it's important for the site to do their job to make sure that the family knows that, you know, we're supporting him through these, through these times and that we have these resources. I see. And, and, you know, it wasn't long ago. I mean, you were a principal of a school, so you, you had these, I mean, I'm sure you still have these relationships, but you had, you know, these relationships with students and staff, these firsthand, you know, you, they were there in your office or whatever. So, um, you talking, you know, you have a very vested interest in these students having been, you know, only two years removed from that position, but it, you can tell that it's still very much uh, a part of you and what you want to get um, to the root of, you know, it's not just words that are coming out of your mouth. These are things that you saw on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, ki they're kids. Kids make decisions for, for all types of reasons. And, and the reason why we get into education is to help shape their thinking so that you know they can go on and be a, a productive member of society and um you know sometimes there's some missteps and um it's not the end all to be all but you know it's it's time to um, engage in the intervention and um own up to the behavior and and then to move forward 
And, and that's the important part about, you know, dealing with kids is, is helping them grow up. Right. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit more about this program. Tell me, so a student gets referred to you, uh, what does the uh, UDA program look like? How, what exactly does a student go through? Well, typically, um, typically a student would come to us following the discipline conference with the AP and the parent, and they'd sign a consent form agreeing to uh, participating and engaging in the program uh, for the four days uh, in lieu of the, the suspension. Uh, and then they're transported uh, to East Campus from their campus each morning uh, by uh, school staff, uh, the CWA staff, and uh, they arrive to us. Uh, and then they go through um, our daily protocol. And our day is uh, split um, uh, in two. Um, to, uh, to accomplish our two main objectives. One being to support that student academically and two, to provide them the intervention that they're there for. And so uh, we have our morning time uh, where in which the student is um, communicating with their, their teachers uh, via uh, email and uh, Google Classrooms and they're, they're, they're completing their curriculum uh, that they would normally be doing during that day or any kind of missing assignments, things that are um, academically related. And then we have, we shift into uh, the afternoon when we're providing our intervention. Uh, and so that program is, um, uh, it is lesson delivery, uh, it is group interactive, there is, um, uh, we wanna be really engaging with, uh, with the students. So there's some group work activities. Um, and uh, uh, some topic discussion. Um, but all of our curriculum uh, and activities are, uh, are, are guided by theory and evidence-based practices uh, in substance abuse counseling. Uh, and so motivational interviewing is, uh, is sort of a predominant uh, theme and, and driving force uh, for what we do um, in a brief intervention program. Um, UDA tier one, uh, and tier two uh, are really a, a, a very sort of brief, um, for, like I said, four days. So you got four days to build rapport, to build relationship with this youth uh, and, and to provide them um, uh, uh, a well-matched uh, education intervention. Um, and so when for that, for, for a brief intervention, motivational interviewing is, is a pretty solid framework. Um, and it's grounded in the idea that uh, when confronted with the opportunity to change, that all of us as, as human beings will, will meet that opportunity with some sort of disposition. Uh, a stage of change is where we will find ourselves. Uh, and according to the model, there's a, a, a continuum of change ranging from pre-contemplation uh, or just, you know, um, unwilling to look at the problem. Uh, pretty much uh, their decision and their perception around the behavior is riddled with denials. Um, so they're just not looking at it, uh, not accepting that it needs to change. Uh, and all the way to a maintenance. So there's pre-contemplation, contemplation, contemplation uh, preparation, action, um, uh, or planning, action, and then maintenance. And so it's about learning about where the student is at based on their perception and their behaviors uh, um, 
around that idea of change and then meeting them where they are with interventions that match that stage of change. And so the idea is to move them along the continuum uh, of change towards action and maintenance, right? Getting them into action towards change. And so not every student is gonna come to us and jump from pre-contemplation or contemplation all the way to action uh, or maintenance, right? Um, but if we can, uh, through our lesson delivery and our, uh, um, our strategies, if we can move that student along the continuum of change in any way, just pushing them, nudging them along, then we've made progress. And then it becomes a collaborative effort with the other parties involved, right? Other stakeholders and that student's uh, well-being, the counselor on site, uh, the AP uh, um, responsible for that student, uh, the family. Uh, we get other people in that student's uh, uh, life to be on the same page with helping them, supporting them through that, uh, that change process. Um, then we hopefully continue to move that student uh, in that same direction uh, towards change. Wow, that sounds super <laughs> intensive, and that's that's great to hear. Because um, I, I know there's people on the outside who are probably thinking, oh, they just go there, watch some videos, and then do their time, and then you know they're just kicked back out into the system. Um, so that's really great to hear that it's super intensive. And you mentioned right, this. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's funny that you say that. We often have students come to the program thinking that same way. Uh, and then by day three or four, we often hear comments as we're walking to lunch together or sitting around at break together uh, and you know, building relationships with students and checking in with them. We often hear, um, I'm doing more here than I do in my classrooms at <laughs> school. Um, and so from that, I get encouragement. Um, and you know, I think a lot of the encouragement I get from that is, well, hopefully you go back to school, right, uh, and continue with the progress that you made while you were here um, in terms of your productivity. But yeah, getting the students to get engaged um, and, and to participate is, is uh, we have very little hope if we can't get them to do that. Uh, and so I, I center a lot of my energy uh, around um, encouraging students uh, to get involved, right? If I can get them engaged, I get them involved and participating, um, then I have a, a pretty good chance of getting them to shift their thinking in some way, shape or form uh, in a positive way. Well, you're obviously very passionate about your work. Um, Director Johnson, what, what kind of um, person or, or employee does it take to work in this, this program? Obviously people like Darren, but what does it say about these employees that we have um, in this intervention program? Well, I, I've i had my eye on Darren for a very long time. <laughs> and I've known Darren for, for a very long time. And, um, you know, um, one of the toughest responsibilities that a principal or director or leader has is, you know, who are you going to hire to put in front of your kids? Because that's how I think about them. You know, all, all 11,000 are my kids. And, um, you know, at some point, they're going to come in contact with the person that you hire. And so, you know, I have complete trust in Darren. Um, he has a great knowledge and experience base um, around this work. Um, he's actually, you know, he's, he's been a good kid for a long time. 
I'm old, he's not, so he's a kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but his personality and working with kids, it, it's, 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 it's kind of special to watch um, because he is able to build that relationship pretty quickly. And you have to, you know, given only his, his four days, but yeah. uh, he's able to do that. And, um, you know, uh, when I was a principal and you'd send kids, you know, if there's an infraction, you have to send them over to the, uh, the UDA program. You know, the kid is like, well, I don't want to go and yada, yada, yada. And you're like, okay, well, this is going to be dumb. And you send them over there for four days and they come back and you go, hey, you know, how was it? Let's talk about it. Hey, it was pretty good. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And that's, I think that's part of the thing. But when you, when a kid thinks of it that way, that, you know, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, they didn't know that they were going to be met by Darren Leonardo. Right. Who's a, a special person who works well with kids. And so, you know, I always say it's always people. It's never programs. Because we could have a program, an UDA <laughs> program, and put anybody in there. Um, but we were, we were lucky enough to, um, to get Darren Leonardo to, um, to take on that role. That's great. And, and Darren, when, when you do hear these success stories and these students coming back to you and, and thanking you for, um, you know, your time and your, your just, you know, your passion, uh, what, what's that feeling like to, to know that you, you made that difference in that, that child's life? Well, I, um, I always, uh, I always balk at the thought or idea that I made that difference because it, it wasn't me. Um, the student has to make that choice. Um, and I'm just a tool or an instrument um, that, uh, that hopefully they find helpful um, in, in making that choice. But it, it is, it's what really, it's what keeps me going. It's what, what gives me energy. It's, what, um, it's where I find uh, joy in the work is to hear um, those types of responses now they're not we don't always get those responses <laughs> we right. work with a significantly challenging population uh you know in many ways um and uh and they're not all success stories but um but it is it is you know um without a doubt hearing those stories and those responses um that uh, that fuels the hope within me, um, and the drive within me to 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 persevere and to not to not give up on any of them, right? Um, even the students that are the most difficult, right? If I even when I'm walking a student back to say their campus or um, uh, or going through the process of getting a student coordinating transportation, if a, if it didn't work out for a student is what I'm getting to. If I have to send a student from my program because they were just refusing to participate um, and uh, and not engaging at all, and, or making um, uh, or they're having some sort of behavioral issue while they're there that they're just not willing to to tame down or or to work on at least while we're there, then it is it's in even those students I'm I'm leaving the door open for right I, I let them know right that that right now may not be the time. Uh, it clearly doesn't seem to be the time that, that you're willing to do this, but the door is always open, right? Uh, and so when and if you do become ready uh, to take on this opportunity, um, then we're here for you, right? And so uh, it gives me, hearing those stories, those success stories and those, uh, that positive feedback, it helps me have the patience and the tolerance uh, and the 
the, uh, the the unconditional positive regard to to work with even those students in those most trying times. Got it. Great. In a um, positive way. Sure. Sure. Um, and you 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 talked about what I was going to ask you next is what happens to those students who you just can't crack, can't get through, and you know they go through the four days or they don't last the four days. Um, and Director Johnson, you could answer if if you want as well. What happens? What's what's the next step in 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 that process? If you just, you know, they didn't they didn't follow through on their end. Well, it is a it is an opportunity, right? This is a um, this is a an opportunity for the student to receive an intervention and an education instead of a suspension. And so, if they choose not to do that, if they are refusing to meet our very minimal expectations of participation and engagement, um, then it's the resultant uh, suspension, uh, is my understanding. Yeah. Director Johnson, do you have anything to add to that? No, that, that's what's happened. I mean, it's in lieu of. And so, you know, our, our goal is always to try the intervention. Um, but if, a kid, if a kid doesn't want to engage in the intervention, um, then, then they're, they're suspended for the time that they're supposed to be in the class. But, you know, and, and Darren is right. He, he works with kids. If a kid's having a bad day, maybe today's not the day. Maybe, you know, maybe we come back tomorrow and we, we, we try it all over again. Um, because you do have to be in the right space um, and the right time in order to receive the intervention, you know. Um, and kids are kids. Sometimes it's not the day, but hey, we'll, we'll give it a shot another day. And ultimately, if, if not, then the kid does go home. We'll get back to the interview in just a moment. Are you a fan of gaming or anime? Do you enjoy dancing or staying in shape? Then Assets is the thing for you. Assets is the district's after-school program and each site has a variety of activities that are available for students. There's even online tutorial sessions offered in every subject every day for students needing a little help with distance learning. To find out what your school site offers, head over to your school's website. If you don't know how to find it, go to muhsd.org for the link. Now back to the show. Uh, I just thought of something. Has there been an instance where a student will um, refer themselves? Is that, a, is that a thing that happens? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if a student uh, is that aware and that insightful uh, that they believe that they, they need some help, then um, uh, all they need to do is, is speak up, right? Is to let somebody know uh, that, uh, that they believe that they need to engage in some sort of uh, support program like UDA, uh, then we'll get them plugged right in. Great, great to hear. Um, okay, uh, so I wanna talk about um, now, and we did touch on it earlier, but just about uh, this program during COVID times. What are the big um, differences and, and what are the, some of the challenges that the, the program faces? Well, the biggest for me, uh, I think, is the most obvious in that we don't have students on campus. And so we're not intervening um, based on their behavior or their misbehavior, right? Um, and so we're not identifying students in the same traditional way. So the challenge is how do we identify these students, right? How do we get them involved in a program like UDA that's meant to support them? Uh, in their development, their education, their health and well-being um, without motivating them 
in the same traditional ways of, well, if see this or this, right? Uh, you have this suspension hanging over your head or you can go to the program. For most of our students, that's motivation enough. And they come and they come willing to participate, right? And then we have an opportunity to intervene effectively. Um, but without them on campus, right? Um, then we're missing that opportunity ourselves uh, uh, to identifying those students. So we're relying now on um, the vigilance of our teachers, our um, uh, support staff, um, the uh, attendance people that are calling home, right? And asking questions uh, in regards to what's going on. Why aren't you coming to class? Why aren't you uh, uh, completing your assignments? And maybe through these interviews, through these interventions, um, we become more aware of what's going on with the students. So I think it's, um, that's just my one idea or like mm -hmm. my vision as to how we compensate or, or, or correct the, uh, the challenge. Um, but also in, I think really like this, this podcast and letting, uh, getting the word out that you don't have to be sitting in a situation where you're looking at a suspension to engage in a program like UDA or uh, a resource like UDA. The program, um, is structurally different it will be delivered different being that we're in a distance learning uh, uh paradigm and um and so but with that what i've found uh, uh recently i've started going myself and calling students i started calling home i looked at our roster from last year and i started with the most recent students and i just started making phone calls um and you know i've gotten i've been for the first couple of weeks of school, I, I was getting pretty discouraged and feeling very uh, challenged and limited, a lot of helplessness and, uh, um, you know, on my own part, feeling, you know, how are we going to get students here, right? Kind of overwhelmed with the whole challenge yeah. uh, that we're facing uh, in terms of identifying these students. And um, it just was as simple as picking up the phone and starting to call these students and talking to parents and, and talking to students and having conversations um for me to really feel some hope right i've had a lot of conversations uh, over the past week with with parents and students uh that have really energized me um in a way in which uh um you know I, i'm i'm looking forward to making more calls uh and and receiving calls right that uh when a student returns my call because i left a message on their parents phone Right. And um, they return my call because they feel appreciative uh, of receiving the call. Um, that to me is is a, is a success story in a way. Um, and uh, but it's through these actions uh, that we can, like Torin said, right, get to what's going on. Right. I have information on these students through Aries. I can look at their attendance. I can look at their grades. Uh, I can look at the interventions and what efforts have already been made. I can do a little investigative work and then call home and have a conversation with them, ask a few questions. Um, uh, and we've been, you know, having some uh, opportunities to, to provide some support to students. It's not the same uh, as it would be if they were coming into my classroom for the mm -hmm. program, but um, uh, I'm very um, encouraged 
and optimistic about uh, you know what I've been experiencing uh, just recently with, with with these phone calls. So, um, getting students uh, connected to these programs, I think, is, is is really where I'm 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 centered and focused right now. It's how do we how do we do that better? Yeah, yeah, I I, I hear you, and you know we had some good news uh, this week. Our numbers are getting better. Sounds like we'll be able to have, start having students come back to campuses here in the next month to six weeks. So um, yeah, so it'll be great to be able to see them and recognize the signs and, and get back to some semblance of uh, normalcy. Um, so so um, that's, that's good news finally. <laughs> there, there is a light at the end right. of this, this tunnel here. Um, all right, so Director Johnson, do you want to, um, any closing thoughts that you want to say about the program itself or just, um, you know, wanting to get uh, get the word out to, to people that this program does exist? Yes, I, 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 you know, I wanted all stakeholders to know that, you know, Darren's still in business. You know, the school district is still in business and we're in the business of building relationships and intervening when necessary. And so um, uh, a lot of people might not, might not have known that. Um, so the purpose of this little gathering is to say, hey, yeah, we, we are here to help. And we have this, we have this resource um, that if you need it, it's here for you. So, and I, I want to thank Darren for his efforts over the years on, on building up that program um, to what it is, you know, right now. We all feel, you know, safe and um, are encouraged when we, um, you know, have to send kids to him because we know those kids are going to be met with a guy who believes in relationships and believes in helping kids. So. Great. All right. Well, I'll go ahead, uh, Mr. Leonardo. You wanted to say something? Yeah, I just and I just wanted to kind of tag on to what I was saying about how the program has shifted, and and I think that one of the things that um, I'm encouraged by is that though we're not providing interventions to 300 students this year as we traditionally would be, um, that provides an opportunity, a, a, a unique opportunity to provide a, a different sort of service. And so when we do engage students uh, through this distance learning uh, uh, time that we're in, and we get students referred, every student that goes through the referral process right now is going to go through sort of an individualized assessment, uh, consideration of their access um, to transportation and availability through Zoom. And so the, the intervention plan that will be developed for each student will be unique based on um right their 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 strengths and limitations in terms of access to resources and availability uh and safety measures right is it safe to bring uh you know the student onto campus or not at that time um, but but yeah definitely that our services are available um uh they might not look the way that they they have in the past but uh i don't see that as a negative thing at all i actually see that as uh, the students that will come through referral you know i'm not limited by the same limitations of the four-day program uh if you will sure. but we'll have more opportunity to work individual um and uh interpersonal with that student and the family yeah it makes sense all right uh just one more thing before we go if someone wants more information about the program or there, there's a referral google form if there's an educator listening how can they uh where do they go to get that they can go to my website or my web page on the MUHSD website, and there's a tab there for um, UDA, 
understanding drugs and alcohol and the referral form is two clicks away. Perfect. Okay. Thanks again, guys, for your time. And uh, yeah, I mean, geez, let's, let's get the word out and I hope the, you know, hopefully that we get students back uh, sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Both. All right. Take care. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Impact is a production of the MUHSD Communications Department. For more information about the district, visit our webpage muhsd.org and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our handle is at MercedUHSD. Once again, thank you for listening.